Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. So is it possible to be an alcoholic and still run a marathon? Hell yes, it is. There's a common misconception, I think, that the hallmarks of dysfunctional drinking, alcoholism or alcohol dependency, whatever your label of choice is, that they are the quantity of alcohol that's consumed, um, the amount of time spent on the couch and general disdain for exercise and the inability to function normally in society and still hold down your job and your marriage and the household, etc. So all of these things are true and not true. It's true that many people who are alcohol dependent and drink a huge amount spend days on the couch and are unable to hold down a job or function properly or have a marriage or, you know, work within a household without imploding. But it's also untrue. Many, many people have a dysfunctional relationship with booze, but still have, on the outside at least, a relatively normal life. And some of them exercise regularly and run marathons. At least that's what I did. So during one of my decluttering sessions the other day, I came across a box of medals from all the running events I participated in a couple of decades ago. And please be aware that these medals were not um, winner's medals. They were for participation only. I didn't actually win anything. But for many years, I was a dedicated, maybe obsessive runner. And I had a horrible relationship with food and with alcohol. So I first started running, like lots of people do, to get a bit fitter and lose some weight. And the weight dropped off to start with. So, you know, if a little bit of a good thing works, then you do it a lot, right? So I ran some more and eventually I became a little bit like Forrest Gump and I got quite obsessed with it. Looking back, I think I was drinking normally, maybe. I don't know now whether I was a normal drinker or not, but I do remember a lot of training runs with hangovers, which is not normal and also not ever recommended and I do remember saying a lot oh I run so I can eat and drink everything I want to (laughs) so when you're in your 20s your body is far more forgiving and running even a marathon it was a time when no one really took much notice of what they ate we all just carb loaded back in those days we ate plates and plates of pasta and sugary sauces and we just assumed that it was all fuel I mean, we didn't know back then that you can't outrun a crappy diet. I mean, hell, I even saw people on the start line of a London marathon stub out cigarettes before they started running. So drinking the night before running, even a marathon, was normal. And definitely afterwards, we literally crossed the finish line, picked up your um, your foil blanket so that you, you didn't you you know go into shock or you didn't collapse or or whatever you grabbed sort of a carton of milk and then you headed straight for the pub 
When I look back now, I must have been in a permanent state of dehydration. So healthiness is never synonymous necessarily with the ability to get around the marathon. And I wonder how many of us eating a bad diet, smoking, most of us drinking, just were really kidding ourselves that we balanced out this this part of our lives by pounding out the miles. So I notice a need to constantly control my drinking and failing miserably towards the end of my running career, if you could call it that. It coincided with a troubled relationship that I had with someone who really valued fitness in their partner. So I was constantly struggling simultaneously with my weight, which stubbornly refused to come off uh, due to the crappy diet I know now. And it didn't matter how many miles I put in. And I was really resentful of the constant fat shaming. And I was guilty if I wasn't running enough to keep thin. So I was in this permanently conflicted state. So drinking, I would want to drink. And I would really time myself carefully before I opened a bottle of wine in the evening until I thought I had that perfect timing where I could drink half a bottle of wine and then it would be time to go straight to bed. So I literally couldn't drink any more. But if I opened the bottle a little bit too early, then I would want more and somehow I would rationalise opening the second bottle both to myself and to my partner And then, of course, I would drink most of that second bottle myself and then hate myself the next day um, and also be subject to the disdain of my then partner. But if you if I add up how much I was drinking on average, I wasn't really drinking really excessively because that came later. So when we finally split up, my running stopped. And the alcohol elevator really started to hurtle downwards. With no one around to monitor my booze, I really could drink unfettered. And ironically, at this time, I lost a lot of weight. Uh, Wine was my only significant um, calorific intake some days. So you add that to a stress of a breakup and financial difficulties and everything that goes with breaking up and trying to set up your own life again. Um... Ironically, I have finally achieved the skinniness that had eluded me uh, all those years of um, running and and pounding out the miles. But my health was obviously still suffering as much as it had been before. So I remember thinking to myself then that I would stop drinking if I started to put the weight back on because obviously thinness is equated to, you know, healthiness. Um, But before that happened my work did start to suffer. I did miss days due to hangovers and when I made it to work, my productivity was low. I still disliked myself, I was still guilty and my self-esteem was at an all-time low. And in short, I had started to resemble the stereotypical um, alcoholic with all the hallmarks that I talked about earlier. So I guess my point is this. It is still possible to function normally while having a very abnormal relationship with booze. But the booze is really sneaky. You think you're doing a great job holding it all together. I mean, you might even run the London Marathon, as I did. But before you know it, that elevator starts to inch downwards without you even noticing it. Alcohol does that. It creeps up on you. 
even when you're skinny. And although I can look back and see that the telltale signs were there, I didn't know or I just refused to know it at the time. I equated my appearance with my health, which lots of us do all the time without really giving a thought to what's happening inside our bodies. In the end, obviously I managed to step off the alcohol elevator and I was really lucky. And even though my marathon days are behind me now, I am healthier now than I have ever been, but nowhere near as skinny. So that's all for now. I will, uh, I'm not going out for a run, but I will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.